Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Life is made up of many gorgeous moments. Cherish them all, big and small, with Blue Nile. Whether it's for yourself or a loved one, Blue Nile's unrivaled selection of expertly crafted fine jewelry and statement pieces help make all your moments sparkle. Blue Nile's experts are on hand to guide you, and their diamond guarantee ensures you get the highest quality at the best price. Celebrate a life well-lived in the most radiant way and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Don't be the dressing room DJ. Let your pals take care of the tunes. Drive smart. Oh, you're in, pal. Bobby Madden, what's happening? Hello, Sam, how are you, pal? How are you, mate? Okay, good to see you. Good, good. to see you, mate. Um, what a motor. Yes, it's the company's car. No, <laughs> it's <mine>. no. <laughs> it's tremendous, mate. It's a nice car. And what a car we've got. We've got three of the biggest bobbies in Scottish football <laughs> and, inside it. I'll let you work that one. I've got it. <laughs> what is that? That's a red car for that part. Uh, You'll be straight away. Uh, what is the car we're driving today, mate? Audi... Q7 oh. S-Line Sport, so uh, it's it's uh, a nice car to drive, nice and safe. Um, did you shine it this morning? No, I did not. I asked the company to do it, but they never done it. No, so. I, meant, I meant the head. <laughs> uh, how long you had it for? It was picked up today, for them. So. Oh, was it right? Uh, gave me, because I'm in company hours, I've picked up one of the pool cars. So. What do you usually um, drive it? Use an X-Tool, this is an X-Tool. Oh, do you right? A big car, so we do a lot of miles, you need to make sure you're comfortable. What, with it? With your work you do a lot of it? With work and with football. Yes mate, let's go, where are we off to? I think we were where going to Where are you taking us? I think we were going to go to Hamden, they said. Right, um, you want to take us to anywhere? Is this where you're from? Well, no, this was, uh, my first game was here. So this is Hunters Hill um, playing field. So my first game back in 2003. Right. January 2003 was here. It's changed a lot since then. Um, I think I, it was a, the pitch right in the bottom corner there was my first game. Oh, West Park. shocker? No, um, maybe. <laughs> it was West Park under 13, so it was my first game. You're out there and you don't know what to expect. So I remember I was running the boot after about five minutes. I'm just running up down the side of the park, trying to stay at the road of the ball. And I fell, and I went, that's a fucking fell. <laughs> oh, fuck, that's my job. <laughs> um, I still do that. I still do that. Um, 2003, so you'd have been, what, 30? Um, <laughs> you're at it already. I'm trying to work out my job. It was 24. <laughs> 24, so see, after that game, did you think, right, this is for me? Um, I thought it was difficult, it was more challenging than I thought it was going to be, but I enjoyed it, um, I enjoyed it, I enjoyed being involved. Um, you don't think like that when you first go into refereeing, you're not thinking that I'm going to go into the Premier League or even make senior football. Yeah. I took it up to help out a, a local team that couldn't get referees on a Sunday morning. So, so what, um, somebody just phoned you up and asked fancy again it's a match? I, I just knew one of my pal's sons couldn't get a, a referee and he said, do you fancy it? I seen the advert in the local paper, UK News, and I thought, 
I'll go for this course. Um, and I thought, I'll go and help him out. Sunday morning, I was always idle on a Sunday morning anyway. I thought, I'll go and do it. Um, and then I only end up doing a couple of games from very quickly. I get put in the under 21 league, then you just progress from there. Yeah. Um, but when you go into refereeing, I don't think anybody goes in thinking I'm going to referee that specific uh, standard you go in because you love football yeah. to start with. Uh, this, is, uh, this is all can you isn't it? Der- do you know Del Isle? I do, aye. His pub's at the top of that. I've seen it there. You want to go and put his windies in? <laughs> no, Derek was alright actually. <laughs> was he? How did he deal with Derek, Aye, Derek was fine. I mean, you knew where you were with him. I mean, I like players that are just straight down the middle, no messing about. Um, I, and he's a very good player, wasn't he? Technically very nah, good. Hopeless. But he's hopeless, right? What about the state he's killed in beef? He's teeth. <laughs> oh, they're magnificent, aren't they? Oh, yeah. Honestly, oh, oh, they're. What, I, I might get that done and I make enough money when I chuck it. Oh, <laughs> I need to say as well, the Patrick Thistle young boys are training over there. Aye, we've seen a few of them there, didn't we? And, uh, uh, and not one of them will ever make it as a football. They'll all be working at McDonald's <laughs> next year. Right, Bobby, let's go, we're off. Right. Can you take us a long route to Hamden? Because I've I got ones that I want to ask you, mate. I can. Uh, obviously, big football manager, you said, uh, ambition to become a player first? No, my ambition was to be a runner. Was um, that right? I, I, was, I played with the school's teams um, coming through, but... When I went into kind of first and second year, I realised I wasn't a bad long distance runner, <laughs> believe it or not. Um, it was a few stone lighter. Um, so, really, for the early years at high school, I was totally focused on um, my athletics. Uh, I, I must have trained every day, I must have been running 60 miles a week. I, I represented Scotland as a Did junior international act. Um, so, I was really f- totally focused on that. I played with the school team through, but I never really thought. Um, right back Where all the murder players you, <laughs> you can run But you can't play Just, just point, me right, point me in the right direction Away I go So so no It was um, I was totally focused on that and Then when the running kind of, I realised I wasn't going to make it a runner Then I thought I've missed all this time Of playing football So I ended up I went to play Weekly Thistle under 21s right. One of the junior teams Down here Under 21 side um, Enjoyed that So then I outgrew that I went to play One of the local Amateur teams, East Coast, YM. I played three games. I think because I hadn't played at that when everybody enjoys playing football, kind of 12 to 18 with other pals, I missed that. So I played in a Churches League on a Saturday morning, then I went straight to play the YM in the afternoon, then I played in a Sunday League in the Sunday. So I absolutely love football, isn't it? And I just love playing. Um, so it was, it was great, you know, it was, it was good to be involved. And I think, so when was that? For about 19, I was playing football. Um, and for 21, I was probably playing uh, three games a weekend until I was 24. And I started the referee course. I still played in the Churches League in the morning and then went to do my games in the afternoon. There it is. There's the hunt. There it is. Need to watch The Del Boy will be behind the bar there pulling the pints. He'll be there. Uh, I need to say as well, old G-Star thing. I'm trying to stay with you. Designer gear. Keep keep in the young team. The big motor. (laughs) Must be paying your fortune, that old (laughs) SFD. Much on a week. (laughs) No, no. (laughs) Remember, we're self-employed. We get paid by the match. Is it by the match? Aye, aye. There's no contract up here. So see, with the running, when did, you, when did you know you weren't going to be good enough to make a living uh, About 18 or 19, you know, I think I realised that I was got a couple of injuries, I'd, I was still representing the, the kind of Scottish schools and the kind of under 20 national squad, so I was running on the track, 1500 metres steeplechase and out in the cross country, so wow. um, but I realised I was never, anytime I went to run down in England and you went to compete against... You actually ran down England, that must have been... <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not here. I've gone. Um, but you're competing. You couldn't get near the league, boys. Right. You couldn't get near them. Um, and what so was I, that? Is that a coaching thing? Do you think? Is that? Like I don't know. I, I, it's, I mean, I, I, I really applied myself. You know, there's no doubt. I applied myself. And I done everything I could. Problem with my diet can be better. Always a problem with my diet. Um, but 
in terms of discipline and training and, and doing the right things, I've done it. So what is it? Is it jeans? I don't know. Um, so I knew I wasn't making about 18, 19, and then I thought I just wanted to play football. I was never going to be a football player. Um, and then the, the referee just kind of came around with, like I say, an advert in the paper. See, when you were playing, would you be one that would give the ref a bit? No, no. I, I think it comes down to, and people talk about that, like, what's players' attitudes like, and, and I think it comes down to how you are as an individual. You know, yeah. I think if you're an aggressive individual, you'll be aggressive with referees. I think if you're quite calm, you'll be calm. And I see that even in players that we deal with now. Um, in Scotland or even abroad, you know the guys that are going to cause you problem quite early on. Um, so no, I was always a guy that would be quite friendly, chatting away. Particularly when I started the course, you know, I thought I'll try and kind of talk to these guys and try and get the odd tip here and there. So, um, so no, I was never wanting to give them abuse, never. Nah, see the players, obviously they do coaching courses, is the referee course is quite similar? I mean, see, to be a referee, you know, no be surprised, it doesn't take a lot. I mean, it's a 10 week course, so it's two hours over 10 weeks. Is that right? Aye. And at the end of that, you'll get a multiple choice exam where it'll be written questions and video test, and then you'll just pass the child wellbeing module, pass your disclosure, and then that's you a qualified referee. So then obviously you progress through the ranks, but that, that is you essentially go to qualification. Um, and then you need to try and find a league and then if you go to association training and the likes you then progress through the, the ranks if your performances are obviously acceptable so it doesn't take a lot to be a qualified referee people say oh he's a qualified referee but it's only a 10 week course is that right? What, uh, was there anyone else on your course that would know? Um, there was a young lad who's known in the Premier League Colin Stephen um, right. so <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, I'm actually his fourth man on Saturday doing it at uh, Hamilton Motherwell. So he was in the course, and Gareth Law, actually, the, the journalist. Was, was he? Aye, Gareth he, Law, aye. who worked for the Sunday night. Aye, still uh -huh. does, aye. So he was on the course, so um, that's it. There's nobody else there that's still still hanging about that I know anyway. Was there a, was there a ref that you looked up to when you were younger? I think when I, I I'll be honest, I see my minute referee, I couldn't have told you the name of any referees. Could you I couldn't know. I mean I think you knew probably I could have told you Hugh Dallas. Uh, you've shattered my I thought you'd had like posters of Hugh Dallas up <laughs> No. <laughs> no, I've no. No. Um, no, I think Willie Young, Willie well, Young, that's probably the three names I would have known would have been Mike McCurry, Hugh Dallas and Willie Young. Yeah. That's the three. Because I wasn't interested in refereeing, I think. It's changed now, I think everybody knows referees' names, don't they, because of social media and whatever else. But when I get into refereeing, everybody highlights Kalina, don't they? Uh, You've got Pierre Luigi Kalina. Is he, the, was, is he the best, Jay? Well, he's regarded as the best, isn't he? Um, Why do you think that? Was just because players feared him a wee bit? I don't I think it was just the way he went about his business. I think he was, he was, he was firm, but he, he could... Tell they had a decent relationship with that respect, didn't he? Uh -huh. um, so, I so I think he was probably. The, I mean, everybody regards. I mean, people mention referees. Who's the best referee? They had to be always say Kalina. I think in recent times, but Kalina, everybody else made mistakes. But yeah. it's how I think how you can. Uh, you say perform and compose, you look composed on the field of play. He was the one guy that I would have thought that ah, he's. So you he's would really you watch his performances and think he's really good. Aye, I mean, you're watching the way, because I think I remember when I was fairly new to referee, I think he refereed a game at Celtic Park, Celtic Stuttgart, he actually missed a red card, I remember, but he was a very good referee, yeah. and that's what people say, oh, you're you're not a good referee, you've made this mistake or that mistake, but there's merit refereeing. What makes a good referee? For me, it's about, the way I look at it is, first of all, did you control the game? As long as your game don't go out of controls, that's the first thing, then you don't want to influence the game, obviously, you don't want to make a decision that influences a result. See, right. if it, that's what we don't want, I mean, we, you don't want to make a decision that people go, um, that that's cost the team a, a, a promotion, a relegation, a, a championship, or even a result. You know that's what you're trying to do. You don't want to get um, kind of get that 
kind of, what would you say? Reputation. Aye, because if, if that, I mean, I've got it, let's be honest, every, people will go in this and oh, there's Bobby, he made this mistake, that mistake, they'll cast all these errors up, yeah. but it's about trying to reduce the errors, that's the thing, isn't it? It's about yeah. trying to kind of um, reduce them and, and perform well. So for me, control the game, don't make match-changing decisions, and, and have that relationship with players, that, that's the big things for me. You see, when I, obviously, you, you ref me as a youth team player. That's right. Uh, I always thought you, you had that, you could hear a chat with you, you had, had a wee bit of a relationship. I think you've got to, and again, some players will not entertain you, some players don't want to talk to referees, that's, that's the Did way really, it is. Yeah. Ah, there's some that'll yeah, just no engage you, and that's fine, and that comes down to just individual personalities, it's the same in workplace, you know, there's some guys that'll just know, um, want to talk to certain individuals, that's just the way it is, certain, even in football teams, isn't it? there's some folk that don't go on as well as other folk, so yeah. um, I think you need to try and get a relationship, I've mean, done all the, game, the youth with you then, I've done all the academy games, remember, in the Tuesday afternoons up at Lennox Town, um, so, and what that is, and what it is, is it's familiarity, isn't it? I think yeah. once you're, you're dealing with guys, and you build up a relationship, then that's when refereeing becomes easier, you know, if you look at now, I've been in the Premier League for, what, nine or ten years, so I've built up a relationship with a lot of the players, so your games are easier, you know. Because we've just um, seen the Thistle boys there, and they were all, they were all over you, weren't you? Well, and that's him, you were looking at a bung for him, eh? <laughs> 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 like, so who was there? I mean, Darian and Foxy and Big Brian Graham, and that, sure. they're guys I've known for years, so, yeah. all, I mean, people think, aye, players don't like referees, but we, we get on, they're not going to agree with everything we do, but we do get on, I would say we definitely get on. Just on me and the youth team, I must have gave you some of the most enjoyable Saturdays you've ever had watching, watching oh, that, eh? Oh, I mean, so, the, the ability. I mean, I think of some of the great players in that team, and you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I love it. <laughs> so, um, that, there were some decent players in that, in that squad, you know, and I remember when... We used to do the games, and then remember the academy games used to go up on a Tuesday afternoon, they always kicked off at half two, so I was working 62 at that time in a, a depot doing in, in Bells Hill, so I used to get away from my work, run the other day the games, Lennon was in charge at this time, yeah, yeah. and uh, all my pals used to say, who's playing, remember you used to bring in the odd, kind of, I remember, who's the guy, you say, was it Mark Crossass or something, Crossass and all that, and yeah. my son, what was it, these guys came in, and I remember looking back, what were they like, tell me what the players were like, I went, Ah, they're all right, you know, but they're trying to get my opinion. So it was good, and that was good for me getting to, like, man, get a relationship with players that will eventually be in the, the senior team. So it was good, even like, so we, Mark Miller, there's a wee guy. Oh, he Mark's, was a mouthy wee guy. Mark, Mark but Miller. I got on great with wee uh, Mark Miller. Funny. And his partner was great. Uh -huh. And then what I actually was doing a game, wee Mark was playing doing it um, Queen of the South. And uh, I, I, gave a, I gave a decision, a free kick or something. And there was an English boy playing with him. And he's like, Get a fucking grip, you ref. Nah, I'm off. Nice to meet you, I'm thinking. And we, Mark Miller, shouts, Shut the fuck up, he's alright. <laughs> and, and that goes back to the fact that we'd had all the years I've gone through the development squads. and So, aye, so it's good. And to be fair to that player, they're setting off, Sorry, ref. So it was fine. So, again, I think there's real benefit in trying to build a relationship with Brilliant. players. We so should do you, be doing see, it. see, on that, do you think like reserve games should bring back first team players for younger? Would it be good for younger refs for well, that? Is, well, remember when. Probably when you were coming through, they had the, kind of, the reserve league was running at the time, and I think both old firm clubs had their own TV channel. So, uh -huh. you could, in terms of development, it was good because you could watch the game back and see how you're performing. You don't really get that now. Yeah. I know there's more coverage now in junior football, where you kind of the, the clubs filming their own games, but back then there wasn't that, so it was a good opportunity, one, to see some of the big personalities, some good players, and get used to that, and get used to that level of scrutiny because the yeah. games were aired on 
they're in channels, so um, an opportunity to kind of see how you were doing. So I, I think there's, I think that that's a good statement of a refereeing perspective. Whether it suits football and the amount of games that players yeah. play, I don't know. But for a refereeing perspective, it was um, it was good for us in terms of development. What about before you hit the, hit the big time and take the youth out it? Like, did you ever do like, a junior game and you thought, fuck me, man? Aye, I've done a few. I mean, I mean, I was four years in the juniors and um, had one game. You know, the, the big junior derbies are. Auckland Lake and Cumnock yeah. done in Ayrshire done a few of them without actually any bother um, and then the one up in the central region say Paul and Atherley and um, I done that once and it was the two of them were going for the league Paul were always a good side in the juniors yeah. um, and it was oh, it was a fucking disaster it was 4-3 um, I had three half I had a, another so I put do you know Stevie Miller former Celtic youth captain Bexie. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. so Bexie was playing with Paul at the time and he um, was actually pals with my brother and the game's honestly it's through the roof it's 4-3 I've got a manager away at half time I've gave a free kick then behind my back oh here's fucking whack I look round I see Bexy and a, an opponent <laughs> lying on the ground I'm like, so I just go over <laughs> so I know it's him it can only be him so bang the red card up so Bexy's like fuck's sake Bobby and I'm like half Stephen so he's, he's walking half he then gives the old two-finger gesture to the fans. So I'm thinking, I know you need to pull him in at the end of the game and tell him, you're sent half, for a, you're, it's going to be um, subject to a further red card defence. So the game finishes 4-3, I think I've got 10 or 11 cautions, three-half manager away, Bexy another. So you, in the juniors back then, you had to report the misconduct directly after the game on a form, so, and you have to put, if it's violent conduct, you had to put kicking or punching, whatever that was, headbutt. So I've got Bexy, so I get Bexy in with a club official, and I said, Stephen, just to let you know you're being ordered off, for a further red card offence for making a, an offensive gesture. Fuck's sake, fuck, he's moaning this and that. And I said, and that's going to be on top of the, the violent conduct offence for, for punching your opponent. Never punched, I fucking kicked him. I'm like, oh, changed it. That's it, report, softed, kick. Um, so you had to find your way through the juniors. But I remember after that, I thought, that, it's hard going. In terms, again, as I talk about for development, it's a, uh, the juniors is great. I mean, oh, yeah. the juniors is great. I think even up your way, Dundee, some right good sides, isn't it? When they yeah, meet the Scottish, game, aye. Aye. when they meet the Scottish, that's a good test for for the referees. What? Uh, so when was the first big game? When was the first SPL game? 2011. Um, is it similar? A player making a debut? Is it? It is. Well, there's pressure on Sleep you. Know, um, I, I've, I've always been quite calm about it, especially now. I don't really get uptight about anything. Um, about any games, no matter even the you biggest have a right of good games. Drink on a Friday night, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> I think you said that. You get melted in the morning before the game, trying to square me up. Not like I say, I'm a teetotaler, but some folks say I drink at half time, might improve my performances at times. Oh, but I think uh, I for 2011. What was it now? It was St Mirren Inverness. Right. So we guys are playing. Oh my oh, God, that's the yeah, last thing you need you're, on your you're, first exactly. game. Exactly. So you're oh. talking about folk that can moan. Oh um, my God. He moans at himself, mate. Aye. He's running around the party, you hear him shouting at himself. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I mean, he's getting dead frustrated. Eventually he takes it and does, but that's fine. So we guys are playing. But that's Paul McGowan for people who don't know what he's called Gowser. So. And so you're, you're, you're looking at the, the, kind of the team lines and you're thinking, right, who's going to cause me a problem here? Did yeah. you do that, huh? I, I, I See, no, no, I don't, because I know most of the players, it doesn't really matter who's going to play. Yeah. If there's maybe been a, a discussion about whether a player's fit or not, I might just check it, but no, I don't even look at the team lines. I just wait for them. But then I did, because obviously you're coming through and you're, you're wanting to see who's playing and, and think, right, well, can I, how can I deal with that individual? Because I came across Gowser and Selick, yeah. with the, the kind of development squads and all that. So, But with that game, it was fine. It was three each. I always think, you know, you get five minutes highlights in the telly on a Sunday night. I think, 
hopefully there's goals <laughs> enough to fill the highlights so don't go looking for mistakes I've made <laughs> so plenty of goals I was quite happy the game went alright so and that was 2011 and then by the end of that year I think I'd refereed both of the old firm teams at home against somebody so that was a kind of big step you know um, Is that, do you get particularly more nervous when you I remember my first game at Celtic Park was a midweek against uh, Dunfermline and, the only, and I'm thinking right Dunfermline at that time were kind of at the bottom of the league I'm thinking Celtic will batter them it'll be quite comfortable there, no, but it was only 1-0 so it was pressure on the whole time you know and I remember walking out there and midweek the crowd was about the noise even going out there and I thought this is, this is it you know it's yeah. like this is you into like, real pressure situations pressure games so aye so you, you realise then once you're involved in the kind of matches that in the scrutiny that comes with it. See, so when you make a decision and you hear that moan for that big crowd, do you think, oh, I mean, I think generally, see, if you've made a mistake, the reaction of players can tell you sometimes. Players will contest things that are fucking clearly that they're in the ring and you're right, yeah. but sometimes I can, an honest reaction for players can sometimes tell you and you think, you know. Do you, is that pulling your mind for the rest of the game? You can't allow it, and that was that's one thing I always, that's when I learned early on. If you, whether you make a decision, whether it's right or wrong, whether you're, it's been contested, whether it's under you need to forget it and then think of the next decision because they say that the referees really make up to a thousand decisions in a game be it wow. throw-ins, foul, no foul, goal kick or whatever it is so you're making a thousand decisions so I don't make a thousand decisions in a month man <laughs> you did <laughs> you own that well I pass I know no, I'll, I'll pass I'll lose it again um, so, so. Well, but, uh, would that be the best bit of advice you could give somebody then I think for well the best bit of advice I got as a young referee was one get a match ball before you go to the pitch because I went to a pitch in one of my early games and there was only one match ball and a Jack Russell was chasing it about in our part and I couldn't start the game I'm trying to one chasing one the get it. I'm, I'm, I'm fucking no getting it um, so eventually we go to the ball and the other ones get your money get paid in the, when you're out doing the, the use of the amateurs how do people bump you? they don't bump you but then after the game see if you had a problem with the, the oh, team then there's your a your bit of, so but I've been God I've been paid in shrapnel a couple of times have you? oh I've been ten pences and all that um, so I that was the two bits of advice to the young referees but to the, the guys coming through the senior guys take a decision at a time and then move to the next decision it might be a minute later it might be 10 seconds it might not come but you need to be prepared for that mm-hmm. that next decision I'm starting to get worried by the way we might be going to Hamden but we're I'm taking the long road I thought you were kidnapping us there Bobby <laughs> uh, what about early doors who was it was there a, was there a, a, a big name a personality that you always hear ding dong with I've seen most of the ding dongs I've had they've been with managers and it's when you're fourth official um, I don't know how you could do that fourth official mate. as you know I sat on the bench most weeks see the, the abuse the fourth official used to and, get and again I'm going to say thankfully where the managers are a wee bit more calm aren't they um, but aye fourth official but I remember the biggest player and I remember was Tom, Thomas Gravison oh man yeah. how good is he well, and he tells stories about him all the time so and, and I watch your show obviously and um, of course you do so Thomas Gravison's playing he's just signed so he's just won the Champions League right and Celtic I don't know if you remember play that annual game against Albion Rovers, the Jocks. I played in it. Aye. Isn't I think it? you played in this game. I the Jock, I've the, told the story, I The Jockstein Cup, Cup uh, right? <laughs> so I'm only a Cat 2 or a Cat 3. I'm not even refereeing senior football. I'm going to referee Thomas Gravison. Thomas yeah. So we're doing this game. Celtic had a couple of senior players out, a couple of the kind of youth players. And Thomas Gravison's playing and fucking going through the game. No ball on his backside. But the thing for me was after the game. And... Uh, I know he was not, wasn't the ball on his back six. I was playing centre mid. man. You were then he's running. So he was kind of struggling about. You're busting your ass, and so you know what it's like at the end of the game. 
with all due respect to Albion Rovers, they present you with that medal and it's like the kind of, it's like the built-up medal, uh, like 50p medal you get, right? So you, you, he just gave this to Thomas, he's just in the Champions League, he's got this built-up 50p medal. To be fair, we're not walking down that tunnel, you know, it's like Albion Rovers dead in Aaron, Danny McGrain, he'll be fucking chuffed to bitch with that, Tam. And I remember thinking, can you not understand what he said? And he turned out, fucking dynamite, fucking <laughs> dynamite, he's shouting. He's got a great handle in Scottish. Um, down to earth guy, you know, I liked him. So, But that was it, I remember. And again, into work the next day, Thomas Gavison played in that game. Um, so I guys are interested. See, Gavison, was he speaking to you through the game? Aye. Uh-huh. He loved the chat, didn't Aye. he? Aye, and it was just general banter, you know. Uh-huh. Um, but what a guy. Friendly guy in that environment anyway. But as I say, the managers are the, the amount of ding-dongs I've had with with managers and Who, who's the one man is there a ma- one manager that you just know you're going to get a hard time well, I mean, I mean me, and, me and Craig have plenty of kind of head to heads in tunnels and inside the park and all that but it's funny when I was coming through and you're watching football um, you're saying they come across really well guys like Craig Levine um, Jim Goodwin who talks very well um, Gus McPherson but, uh, Robbie Nielsen but when they're at the side of the park they people think they're sensible how can they when you put a charge and you get moved to stand how are they guys getting put to stand but they're great on TV but they the side of the park they're, they're, um, they're an absolute shambles I remember Robbie Nielsen got me a cracker one day um, I can't tell who the referee was the current referee right. Robbie Nielsen's with me I'd slagged him the week before because remember they flew that banner out I went anywhere you're pish I'll get my pal to fly that banner or that Nielsen out banner <laughs> So he's up to the referee, he doesn't think the referee's having a good game, the referee's doing absolutely fine. And Robbie comes up to me and goes, Oh, his fucking problem is, wants to be everybody's pal. Wants to be everybody's fucking pal. Going out, too nice, it's too fucking nice. See, to be a good referee, need to be a prick. Need to be a fucking prick to be a good referee. See you, Bobby. You're a good referee. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm going to take that as a compliment. But, oh, brilliant, um, man. Can you, can you ever, as like, see how you say about players, you can get a laugh. A manager just under too much pressure. So much to get pressure. Them, uh, and you can see it during the game. They're up and down. Yeah. They're up and down depending on the score, depending on how the kind of plays going, and they get frustrated with the way it's game. They get frustrated with their own players. They get frustrated with decisions. But you try and get a relationship with them. But no, I'm great. The managers generally, no. Again, after nine years, don't don't bother me. Um, because again, you just build that up. Do you think there's ones that actually do try, just do that to try and affect you. Definitely. Well, I mentioned Gus there. Gus McPherson was always trying to get into the other manager seat. He would, if there was a decision where they believed the other team felt aggrieved, Gus would say, "I have just get word that it should have been a penalty for you." So that's him. Just oh, try right, to put yeah. them after the game. They used to do that all the time. But see, like the big personalities, have you got to stand up for them? See, if you didn't, will they just take the, the piss out of you? Uh, I mean. The big personalities, I I think. Well, there's one, like, the biggest personality in football, who's probably Ronaldo, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I remember back in 2016, they've just won the the Euros. I just came back, they've been no well, and I went out there, it was uh, Portugal, Latvia, and they was pushing and pulling at a corner, you know, the standard referee trick, stop the corner, in you come, it's off of the cameras, isn't it? You and you, stop that, and then, so I go, stop the game, two years came out, the wee Latvian boy comes out. No bother. Uh-huh. I'm only wanting to speak to them, mind. Ronaldo blanks me. Did he? Uh-huh. It's totally blanked me. I went, again. Ronaldo, come here. Blanks me again. Cristiano, come here. Blanks me. Again. So at that point, where am I? You know, uh-huh. because you can't caution them because then you're just drawing attention to yourself. And yeah. Everyone think you're <clears throat> making the game about yourself. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So I just went right here and I basically tell them the uncertain times you'll know. Fuck about. Um, so that was me, but he basically told me, no, I'm no coming. So at that stage, I learned, especially with international superstars, they're far bigger. They're, they think they're bigger in the game. So don't, inter- if, you're, unless, if you're going to caution them, caution them 
don't try and speak to them. Oh, really? I, mean, I learnt that then because what's the point? The, these big players, Ronaldo, want to talk to Bobby Madden, the referee. It does his stuff. Yeah. If you're going to caution him, caution him, but he's not interested in talking. So I, I learnt that the hard way that game. So when I was starting to kind of deal with some of the bigger personalities in Europe, it's, it's body language, it's man management. If you're going to speak to them, I wouldn't bother, I would just give them a caution if it was a caution. If it wasn't a caution, I wouldn't entertain them. So I learnt that. So, But in terms of Scotland, you need to establish yourself quite quickly with some mm-hmm. of the big names. See with that stuff with Dan Gosling and John Moss? Aye. Like Moss giving him a bit. I mean, on. what is Dan Gosling? What yeah. is he moaning about? I mean, do you, do you, will you slaughter players for that? I mean, I mean, all the time. I mean, if it's beat a passer, <laughs> a shot, guys that I know that are going like to accept it. Uh, aye. But, but then, when I think of some of the, the language that I hear, Directed at referees, at myself, no so much, no thankfully. But see, when you watch English football, I don't watch a lot of English football, I don't really like it. I watch Boy. European international, and I watch all European club football and internationals in Scottish football. I don't watch anything else. Yeah. I, 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 when I do watch English football, I see the grief that they give referees in the language, and it's funny when English players come up here, they try and talk to you like that. Didn't and I very quickly, I can't remember the boy's name at Dundee at the start of last year, he came early on a throw in or something, he's writing, I went, hold on a fucking minute. It's no England. Yeah. You're, you're not going to get away with that here. So again, it's really different leagues have got a different level of tolerance, you know. So I think you also need to address that quite quickly mm-hmm. when somebody's coming for a different competition and think it might be acceptable to give pellets. But you can't have a two a, a one way street where things they can give you and then you make one off the cuff remark, joke, whatever it is, and they're going to go to the media. I mean, come on. Well, um, what about funniest player in Scotland that you've read? There's some great, there's some guy, John Rankin, fun enough, you get some yeah, good parts. Yeah, yeah. I, I referee him the other week at uh, Clyde. Clyde Celtic, aye. Yeah. And he's running about with a bit of chat here and there, and then on the AstroTurf, I wear trainers now because I'm getting older right. uh, to protect my, my, old, my old legs and feet. And he's fucking, the game's going on, he went, fucking hell, they're the worst fucking fake predators I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to concentrate, the boys pinging about the box. We ranks are fucking killing me. Um, but there's, aye, there's some guys with some great. Great part. There's guys that are crabbit, but they're good guys, you know. I mean, guys like Liam Craig at St Johnson's a crabbit. There's probably nobody more crabbit than Liam Craig. Um, but he's a great guy as well. But he's a great yeah, guy. Yeah. After part, I know people know him after part, but he's, he's, even at full time, he's fine. But see, during that game, um, he's, he's a disaster to deal with. Is he right? Um, ah, he's constant. But the, the, the fun, I mean, there's, there is loads of, of funny players. And again, you just build up who who can you have that relationship with. There's Gowser, Paul McGowan, we spoke about. He was, when people used to ask me probably eight or nine years ago, who's the one player that Brilliant, you don't run with? Him. But see now, great. See, he's, I've probably matured a bit. Gowser's uh-huh. eventually matured a bit. Um, <laughs> 33 years of mature. He's got there. So, so now we go on, now going great. So yeah. it, it just changes, doesn't it? So now he's got good chat. But aye, there's, there's loads of guys. What about, uh, what about in the big derbies? Does is, is that talking and having a laugh go out the window? I think, yeah, you're, you're so focused on the game. I mean, I mean, we're talking big derbies, you're talking about the, the derbies in Dundee, they're big games, they're hard, hard yeah. games, even the Edinburgh derby then, obviously. Dundee mile, another Dundee they're, derby. They're, 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 they're as hard, and even, there was a period there where they were harder than both Edinburgh and Glasgow. Really? Aye, I mean, they were hard, hard games. Um, so, the, 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 you're so focused on getting things right, and as I say, I'm quite relaxed about during games and before games, but... Uh, yeah, I would say your level of concentration focus goes up to make sure you're, you're ready for that kind of important decision because there's so much at stake and you see that the players are they're more focused there's no doubt the players are more focused when it comes to the game so uh, you're not going to get involved with too much chit-chat in the games um, because they're just trying to get any wee competitive advantage against each other they're, they're trying to kind of 
wind each other up, which right, you, you yeah. kind of hear. So, no, I think in the games, yeah, you're, you're totally focused. Again, it comes usually live on the telly. They come with added scrutiny, don't they? So, I, we need to make sure that we are, we are set for that. What about, what was your first set of Rangers? Um, March, what year would that have been? March 2016. So, I Celtic Park, one each. But, again, you're talking about scrutiny. I mean, people still talk about decisions for that game. Um, and that, that's yeah, me, still I, I still, I mean, you know what it's like. I mean, I'm not on social media, you couldn't be on it. Um, with, with the kind of abuse, the football's changed, hasn't it? You know, yeah. you used to get abuse for 90 minutes, then maybe the day or the next day, but now, as I say, people are highlighting decisions for years ago and, and try to compare them to a decision in a recent game, so with different referees. So I, but with that game, I realised I probably underestimated, didn't underestimate the game, I knew it was coming, I was very relaxed, I actually had a great night's sleep and I was set for the game. But actually, not a fairly decent. Season. I thought I was refereeing all right, right. Um, but I mean they highlighted three or four different tackles, a penalty claim, um, fouls for one team, foul against another team, no given. I thought, oh, Jesus, this is like, aye. Yeah. I mean the level of scrutiny. And I think that in terms of guys going to the games, I, I've got a specific way of refereeing. I like to let loads go, right? And I think players know that. I like to let loads as much go as I can and step in when I need to, yeah. because it's football. It's a, it's a contact sport. Um, I don't want to kind of get involved unless I really have to, but in that game, you can't referee like that because they'll look at every single, every single decision. Every foul you've got to give a hit, even pretty half much. Aye, aye, I think so, and that's pretty much how we referee in Europe because you've got the different mentalities. You know, the South Americans or Africans playing there, whatever it may be, that can, that can react. So you need to kind of manage that. But in the big games, I just call it as you say, give the free kick. So don't try and be a hero and let play go, allow advantage or whatever it may be. Um, no, definitely, I think. I, I learnt that the hard way in that game, and I think I've done four since it. Um, and they've all went very well. They've all Do you always went. watch yourself back? I used to watch the full games, but no, no. How why could you torture yourself? I, I, th- I think you know. I know without the the media or the observer that's there to watch. We get an independent observer at every game. I know for a good game myself, and I'm basically now judged on big decisions, key decisions, penalties, red cards, match-defining incidents. So. That's how I watch back generally for something like that. And then if I think there's a specific incident like a mass confrontation, I could maybe maybe learn for how to deal with it better. I'll look at it, but I'll, I'll know very rarely sit and, and watch a full game back. Do you ever uh, do you ever wear the referee kit in the house? <laughs> when I'm watching the game back. Our <laughs> 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 <That> old play. <laughs> oh, leave well, that. It's a family show. Uh, do you bring the cares with you? <laughs> no, no, oh, I didn't. Are you shy the cares? No, I know it's just an A fun, isn't it? Though. <laughs> um, what about. Um, Socialising, what referees is there? Referees that you get? I mean, there's obviously. I mean, I think, because I think I've been involved now for what? 16 years. So there's guys that you've got a good relationship with. One of my, my best pals that played at East Coast Thistle, William A. David Rooms, assistant referee that comes in, in European games with me. So we're good pals away for refereeing even before that. So, um, But then there's other guys like, like uh, Big John Beaton, wee Frankie Connor. That they're good pals because we've been away for years um, together. We, all, we were involved in Willie's team. For years, um, so you, you do you build up a relationship there, and I mean, get a night out after games on you, are I? Well, I mean, I don't go out here at all, right? I right. don't go out. In Scotland. That's not any sort of life, though, is it? I know. I don't. I go out for dinner. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare insurance plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. 
Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at UH1.com. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm in the likes, but I don't go out to pubs. Thank you, Ben, isn't it? <laughs> Where'd they go? The Maggio's, isn't it? Oh, it's the advertising. But aye, I think um, I'll go out, but I don't go out drinking. It's no, it's no my scene. Um, but when we're away, if the games went all right, oh, we're out, aye. Aye, aye is that? Aye, aye. Aye, aye. Um, I think you've got to be. So, cause you want, at some point, you've got to kind of relax and unwind, haven't you? Of course. Um, but aye, there's multiple nights where we're going out and then try to get back in time to catch a flight and stuff like that. See, there um, you go. Referees are wild as well. Uh, right, travelling. Talk us through your routine. How do you usually get to games? So I we're, 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 we all drive to our games. Very rarely we'll have to go and stay up the night before. So we usually drive on the day. The only way we do that if you'd a stay over if you're in Aberdeen or a Ross County early kick off yeah, for me. So aye, I'm not been there. You need to do that level, mate. Last time I was up there, I'm put it half. Best thing for it. Half feet up the road. Half put as Larry. Um, so aye, so tenty. If logistically you can meet the guys in the road up, then you'll meet them and. You'll, you'll get a, a blether or if there's guys at your pal you'll definitely make sure you tie in or even sometimes if there's a kind of inexperienced guy it might be good to meet him and get a wee chat because then you're going into a game and you might n- never have met the guy before so you want to make sure that you, you know what the level of expectation is so it's good to meet the guys and if you're taking Willie obviously you get the wee booster seat in you get <laughs> yes. his, wee, his wee pack lunch for him <laughs> you get a wee taste wee packet of dunkers and just fire him in the back <laughs> do you never say to linesmen that if you worked a wee bit harder you could have been a if I love, I love winding them up. We call them, we call them little helpers, <laughs> little helpers. Um, so, and by the way, they're top assistants. We've got very good assistants in this country, but I always say you're, a, you're an assistant because you're not a referee. Brilliant, um, but they don't like that part. Why, no. why does it? Why do they choose to be linesmen? I think because there's a certain pathway where you're you get to category three, which is like run the line in, in senior football, so in the lower leagues, leagues, uh, the championship, uh, league one and league two, and then for there. The SFA basically decide if you're going to go cat two, which is then an opportunity to referee in there eventually, or you become a specialist assistant. So they've now got a program the SFA where they identify the talent. I'm winding them up there, but they identify the talented assistants, and they're the guys that will then go in that pathway become assistant referees. Um, so it's really it's, it's driven fairly on in their career now to say right these guys are the attributes because it's far harder to be an assistant than a referee. Is it? I, I, I mean, I, you're involved in it. Is a referee uh, involved? You're getting the interaction. You're getting the banter. You're con- They guys are. 
out there and they've got that split second. How can you look at where a ball is, where the second last defender and attacker is at one? It's physically impossible, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So a lot of the time they're making a judgment call. Um, and I suppose that's where VR will support um, assistance, but it's a hard, hard job they've got. Uh, you're making job. an arse for 90 minutes, they're just doing it for one, and that's the one thing that gets highlighted. highlighted uh, what about have you ever been in the motor with the, the officials in the dread the supporters bus? We've been saying no, but. If you're stopping, like so you mentioned Brock's service, you're stopping there, you might see some of the guys. But see the time we see supporters in Mace when we're travelling for games, see in the airport. You see loads of fans like so, going away to a game this week. We'll probably see fans going away to games in Europe. And that's where you see them in the airport, in the lounge, on the plane. The game yeah. of it. Um, it's always very friendly. I've never, um, and I can say that, I, I've never had abuse away from football. Really, right? Um, I, I've had one comment walking into a supermarket. Uh, years ago, a guy walked by me and mumbled something. I was with Wayne. Um, I just kind of laughed. You know, but it was one comment. That is it. I've never had, never had any else. Sixteen years, one comment. Aye, it's not so bad. That's yeah. good. And I think that's that's good. That people know where the line is. They can, because suppose do and say what they say on social media, but it doesn't come outside that. Um, so I, I'm, I'm, I'm thankful about that. But on the plane, I. There's guys, you know what, you got a good chat with folk, even kind of meet players and managers on the plane, so you get a good chance to kind of chat to them. We've actually gone to a, a course at the start this year, and we're talking about how it's going to be a big season, There's who uh, teams have signed, and I said, you need to make sure you're on your game. We'll just get a general chit-chat yeah. with the guys that were there, and a guy a few back in the queue, we're just tuning on the plane and says, hope he's a fucking better than you were last year. <laughs> so I look around, it's a wee boy with a commander tap on. I went, fuck's sake. You're going to talk to me before you just get pumped to a Europe a part time, and you're now going to Belgrade to watch a team for Wales. So I think you should look at your own issues before you start talking about us. Oh, and then we've seen them on the way back. Then they get a good chat with the guys. So no, you get that, but it's always very fair. It's always fair. Man. Brilliant. Uh, what about the, the car license? You got any points? I got my first points last year. Oh, you're kidding, man! So I'd never. Then you're here in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> so um, it was coming back for. Aberdeen Rangers. It was a midweek. Right. So I'll talk you through. So what done me was the camera at Lawrence Cup, you know the road yeah. coming down there. It drops to a fifty for about so does, a quarter mate. mile. Some of the boys have been done with that as well. You didn't so even know me. It's it's a quarter mile, so I'll talk you through my day. So I'm up at half five to go into my work to allow myself to go away at two o'clock to then batter up within the speed limit yeah. to, to to Aberdeen for a for a big game. Aberdeen Rangers are a big game. Yeah. So we do the game, get two penalties, two red cards, I miss a penalty for a, for a, a tackle, um, so your head's spinning, uh-huh. and I'm now thinking, I now need to get down the road, to get back into work tomorrow morning, and that's where being full time would help you, because that's a lot, see you cope with all that and be in that environment, it's difficult, so I'm driving down the road, so obviously I've set my, kind of, um, a max speed limit or I say that it's 68 or something whatever it is I'd you put it on the old aye, s- aye, aye. So, so just sit there because yeah. that's a long straight road that isn't it and I've obviously just my head's been spinning and at that long skirt get dropped to 50 for like say what is it a quarter mile even that and then sure enough um, they got me back for missing the penalty game gave me a, a fine so I so that's, that's the only thing so day, it's no good so when that comes in isn't it <laughs> um, so that kind of ruined that day but so I, I in fair a serious perspective in terms of when you're driving, you know, and you've got these drives late at night, you know, you need to make sure your mind's clear, don't you? And uh-huh. make sure you're, you're tuned into what you're doing. You need to stick to the old speed limit, don't you? You do, uh, you do. And, and like I say, I've set my, I, I, I mean, I really never speed, oh, I mean, I really generally mean that, uh-huh. but because I've set my, 
average speed and then I've just missed that dropping down to 50 for my fault absolutely my fault um, I never even seen it flash either so the first notice I got when it came in so what did you do 60 quid uh, oh no it was 5 points and fucking two, 200 quid or something Oh my god, SFA not getting that bad now. Dearest. <laughs> <laughs> see, all that, like, see what you're talking about, the stress and that. Has there ever been a time where you thought, this is, this is too much? No, no, there's times when, when you're under pressure. And I, I really, and everybody, by the way, I, I can only speak personally. I don't feel the pressure. I, I, I get annoyed with myself if I make a mistake. Yeah. I get annoyed with myself. I put myself under pressure, but I never think it's it's too much. And I, I can't, I can't deal with this, or I couldn't, I don't want to do this, you know. And the biggest pressure I've ever been under. Um, I remember back in 2013, it was uh, Easter Sunday, so I'm building up domestic appointments, I'm, they're getting higher profile, so um, Celtic were on course to win the league and they were playing away to St Mirren, um, oh I've had, a, I've had a beast, uh, I've had a beast, too many eggs um, to <laughs> tell you that treasure hunt's killed me, <laughs> um, so um, I didn't have a good game right, so <clears throat> both teams were killing me. And I've made a crucial decision that's allowed St Mirren to I've given a penalty late on um, simulation it's, it's on the edge of the box it's allowed St Mirren to equalise so and then Danny Lennon was the manager of St Mirren at the time Neil Lennon was the manager of Celtic at the time so the two of them are killing me the two of them are killing me in the media and that, I'm going to a family dinner for Easter Sunday and then I might be going to one of my pals Stag do's we call on Stephen the right. wee guy went through the course for me um, we help him we, no he's, he's, he's so he's picked a Stag do in Dundee Oh, what the hell's he got to Dundee? What was the budget for the stag? Oh, I tell you, cutbacks, honestly. Um, so we're going to Dundee. So I go to my family. So I come in after the game. First of all, my phone's fucking red hot. I'm like, so you know right away there's a problem here. Who's it that's texting you? Just pals, 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 the referee and pals outside the referee. Yeah. Um, with a bit of winter weather here. Oh, um, so I and see when you come for a game and you've got hundreds of messages. It's something yeah. I. So I went, all right, then the observer comes in, ah, there's a, a couple of things I need to review. I already know, people have told me. Um, went, all right, okay, so I know it's not going well. So I go to my um, family dinner, and then I go up the road to that, and I'm thinking, am I going to go to this stag doing Dundee? Because of the game? Ugh. Aye, and that's what it is, because, right. I mean, you're on that, you're on that loop into Sky Sports every 20 minutes, the same, same yeah. clips, the interviews, I went, so I'm going to go up, so then I little didn't know we're meeting in a sports bar, so sitting in a sports bar, and it's just my fucking mistakes that keep looking around. Um, <laughs> Could you and the boys say a laugh about that? Aye, we've got a good bit of banter, but I think there's even guys there, aye, aye, I'll see how many comes up here, but guys, we're all fine when we go out there. Uh, right, if you could pick your dream ca- car share, four passengers for a long distance journey to Ross County, who would you pick? Doesn't it need to be football players, it could be anyone. It's a good question. I've seen, I've seen it before, not, right. but that question that I got, seeing my first job as a manager back in 2005, I went to an assessment centre and that was one of the questions. Right. Um, so I like the question because I got the job. Um, so back then, I probably wouldn't change. I always, I was in two minds, so I was always with my two favourite players were Cantona wow, and Zidane. Wow. But you know what? I am not going to condone for a minute a player jumping in and cracking kicking a fan. But you know what? They're getting abuse. Week in, week out. Do you ever feel like doing that, huh? Hey? Um, I usually just laugh. I get pelters. Even when I'm warming up, I'm getting pelters all the time. But no, I would never jump do in. Do you ever mate. go back at Do you ever give fans a bit back? Aye. Oh, yeah. aye. I remember this year doing it. I'll come back to that. I've done it. Air Dundee United, right? So I get a corner. It's, it's, it's clear a corner as you'll ever see, right? And this guy's hanging over the fence. Obviously steaming. Dundee United fan. Yeah, fat, bald, bass. And I, and I see him as clear as day. So he's got hair, but I'm not, he's fucking massive, right? He's a, he's a sniper's dream. And I'm like, so I'm saying to him, me? What? Look 
<laughs> look at you. So every time I'm doing there, where I go, he's fucking hanging out. I'll, I'll fucking look at you. I must have fucking magic mirrors. Oh, I love that, man. But, but fan, again, fans are mental. Fans are giving you dog's abuse. And if you hear, if I laugh, something's quite funny if you laugh. You know, they can then, but they send letters into SFA and get a life. Get a you life, can give you petal, but you can't take it back. Man, so. I, I feel sorry if you can see, see even when I watch games with my mates and the things that they think are fouls and I'm like, mate, that's never a foul. What are you talking I about? I know. Well, I actually went to watch Airdrie at the weekend. Airdrie Clyde, I'm sitting in amongst the Airdrie fans and it's incredible, isn't it? It is incredible. They only see things one way, one way yeah. and you think, how can you not see that that's a foul that way? Or how, and then again, there's a foul that's Say a yellow card for them, no peep, obviously, and then there's a just foul, it's just a foul, and they're screaming for yellow cards. And I'm thinking, well, it ought to be in the heads of these supporters, and that's what I'm dealing with every week, isn't it? So, so it was good, but going back to your question, apologies. No, too, huh? So, aye, so, so I would, aye, so I would pick Gantna, I mean, definitely Gantna. Then, need someone that can sing. My favourite artists are probably Neil Diamond and Dean Man, Martin. It sucks. Oh, brilliant. And who, Dean Martin? And Dean Martin. Oh, what a so, voice. So who do I... I used to actually do a... Before my operation, I'd done a magic fucking Neil Diamond impersonation. Now I fucking sound me a little Bjork. Right, go high, is it? No, no. My voice... I've, honestly, I sound me a little Bjork now, my high-pitched voice. Doing? What were you doing with your throat? I might have got an ask. operation, aye. I got an operation in my throat oh, back in, what, 2016. So one of the risks was you could lose your voice or it could impact on your voice. So since I came back, my voice is much higher. There's been a lot of people that was hoping that... You'd lose that. I, 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 I mean, see when I woke up, I remember when I woke up at the surgery, I was in surgery for nine hours, and um, I was roasting, I was sweating, I went, I'm absolutely roasting, and I, then I quickly went, oh, I've got my voice, oh, I was delighted. Yeah. So that was good. So I could do Neil, the candidate now, so I'm right. not doing it. So who are you going, Neil Diamond? Aye, Neil Diamond. Right. Got to be Diamond. Um, then, back then I said Kalina, but I've met Kalina now, so he's not getting in. What was he like as a guy? Born. Good guy, but he's dead, he's, uh, he's strict. Dead, he's strict, and he's all about... You wouldn't want a night out, um, would you? No. I need somebody with a bit of banter, so I think Kevin Bridges, isn't he? Oh, his, Bridges his is chats, good, isn't he? Uh, I mean, his chat is great. I was expecting uh, young Paul Slane there. Slaney? I don't know, just because... Do you remember Slaney? Aye, aye. I, I, I remember him in one of the games up there, and he was fine, he was quiet, wasn't he? But what a boy. Was but, he hopeless? No, I think he, again, he had ability, didn't he? Yeah. But it's a, channeling that ability, isn't it? So, but after the way he speaks to your Willie, no, no chance. <laughs> don't the rest know about that? Aye, aye. Well, it's that song, isn't it? That Freed From Desire. I've actually got that in my, play, my playlist now. Oh, aye. That's a crack. Terrified Slaney's on fire. Is, uh, is, I've spoken to Willie. He's alright, isn't he? Ah, he's fine. He loves well, that Willie, stuff, Willie, Willie, I mean, Willie gets a lot of criticism, right? But Willie's you, a good laugh. But Willie's, and Willie's got good chat, and you'll know me, MDMR dedicated, and, and Willie. Willie's been referenced since 14, so he's 26 years he's done, you know. And, um, you, see, when I was a young kid, we went away with Scotland 19 to Lamanga for a week, and mm-hmm. Willie came with us. Tonight. So he was your referee, but he hung about with us for a week. And honestly, man, I, great laugh. I know, and that's thing, people see him as a vicious week, but he's no ah, away from the party, he's got good chat. Um, he's just a normal guy, isn't he? Humor, isn't he? Yeah. Ah, he's a, yeah, he's a normal guy. Right, mate, referee on the big stage. 2019, you refereed Champions League, Bayern Munich, Barca, PSG. Was it a pinch yourself moment? Huh? It's, um, it's good, I mean, it's a, it's a nice moment, isn't it? I mean, it's as a player when you're probably... Do you get, get, do you get like a phone call to tell you that you um, It comes in, it, we get an email to say we've got an appointment, um, usually about two weeks in advance, and then you only get the confirmation of the appointment three days before when you get your travel itinerary, just because to reduce match fixing and all the kind of right. um, potential abuse or that comes with it, so that you can't be contacted. So, aye, so three days before, so when you get that, I mean, you know you've got a game, and I mean, I'd done some, like, 25 Europa League games, which are great, you know, and great experience, and I've refereed some top players, and I'd been involved with top players when I'd been away with Willie. Um, 
but when you go to do that yourself, aye, it's, it's a nice moment. I mean, there's no doubt when you're on a park with players of that ilk, um, that it's something to, 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 to kind of cherish, you know. So, you ever see when you're reffing the top players, is there anyone that you've actually just thought during the game, like, it's a pleasure to be on the same pitches? Do, do you know the one player that I did think uh, uh, as an individual performance, a guy, Falco? Um, Falcao, aye, so when he was at um, Atletico Madrid, he was at Atletico Madrid at the time, and um, I mean, I remember seeing him scoring goals at Porto, and he must have scored more headers than else, but he's not a big guy, uh-huh. I mean, he's not a big guy at all, but um, great to watch, and I remember seeing him and I said, what a player he is, um, but it was good, I mean, beyond me, what I said about it when I was done the Barcelona game was... It's funny, they guys, I thought they're at the top of their game, they should be jumping out their skin, but I just thought for them it's like a job. Uh-huh. I just thought, you know, they're in, get the result and get up the uh-huh. road, you know, it was strange, you know, and for the for me it was a big occasion. You could tell for the, the club, Prague, it was a big occasion for the players, you know, they're obviously up for it. Um, so, I, but then for them, they're just there to do a job, even after them, some didn't even shake hands, they're just straight off the time. I didn't know so, for them, messy, was he? fine, I just so focused on, on the game. No, but, put him down. but you could talk to him. You could talk to him, I, I gave a player a, a yellow card for a foul on him and checked to me, but fine, very polite, you know, no, no issues. Um, no, he was absolutely fine. Any big players that were hard to deal with? Well, who's the one, who's the one? In that game, Busquets in, he's the one that's always, every decision, he's always there. Yeah, right. So um, I remember saying to him, like, that's once, twice, it can't be any more. So you, again, you need, you need to be very clear that you're, you're not going to tolerate that. So, aye, so it's that mentality, that kind of... Spanish mentality where they kind of they're going yeah, to try man. and influence you because you watch the canal if you watch any La Liga games out again I don't watch many but I watch the big games and it's every decision they're yeah. so you're prepared for that you yeah. spoke to Sergio Busquets Juan it's Juan you still yeah. do that slang Scott well I think Uno Mas a wee bit <laughs> of Spanish I remember Uno Mas Tarjeta Amarilla so one of the things I used to do driving the games I've gone myself I tried to learn a bit of Spanish but I've chucked it now um, but I remember trying to learn a bit of Spanish going to games I thought switch off I got the CDs and I was trying to learn so but I, so it helps but like, how to how to kind of book a room with a bath for two nights for one person doesn't help you when you're talking to these players um, but I so but again, you need to make sure you kind of try and you, you talk about kind of how do you kind of communicate with these players but I think there's body language is one but if you can use a little bit of the local language fine but Body language t- kind of tells the story, then t- they kind of know where where they are. So you need to make sure you can influence that quite. Can quickly. you see, see you being that close? To it can you see a massive difference in the ability with the top players in the Scottish games? Um, t- when you're in the middle, probably you're just so focused on the, d- the decisions that you maybe don't realise. Um, but technically, it's probably that kind of transition phase into it. It's how there maybe footballs and possessions going into it. It's how yeah. you kind of transition, how you counter, and it's how quick they do it. I mean, if you look at like the PSG game Mbappe, you know, so it, quick, it? it's just the, Europe and the defensive third then very quickly two passes in there and the other box, you know. Is that hard to keep up with? It is, and again, that's it doesn't help me. I'm forty now. I know you'll say I'm fifty, but as, as I'm getting slow, the game's getting quicker. So you need to combat that with trying using experience, reading the game. So and when you go to that level, it's frighteningly quick. Mm-hmm. Um, so you need to try and be that step ahead and anticipate where, where they're going to go. So, but you did, ah, you did. Obviously, you see a, a difference, but. I like Scottish football, I mean, I wouldn't really hear them. Scott, even Scottish football's in to man. It's frantic. It's so frantic. I, I watched the game. Keep I, up, yeah. I watched the game the other day. Was it Kelly, Kelly Hibbs and it was fucking non-stop. And I'm like, thank God I'm not refereeing that. Yeah. That's that way you need to find a fault to take a, get a wee breather. But, um, but no, I mean, Scottish football is what it is. And I like it. I always speak very positively um, about it. And that's how I watch that and just in club football because some of my pals slaughter me. See, there's a big Super Sunday game on Chelsea, Man U, but there's Alba showing Airdrie and Forfa. 
I'll watch every fourth. Because I want, I'll probably want to see the referee see how he's doing. And it's Scottish football, isn't it? So Brilliant, what a man. Uh, right, other job. What is your other job? I'm a project manager for William Grant's the distillers, the whiskey distillers. So I know. I didn't tell him the interview process, but I'm in there. But it's good. They're, they're very good with me. Because um, in terms of getting time off for trips, you know, you, I, watch, I use annual leave, and I've got a very good team working with me to support so you, me. You must there. be constant, eh? It is. I mean, if you look, I'm away the Mora for a game, so I'll work long as these two days. I'll work all the time when I'm away. I'll go back into work when I arrive back. Then I'll have a game on Saturday, you know, and that that would be the benefit of being full time if if the Would you go full time in. if it came now? Probably no, no. Think I'm forty, aye. But see, for guys coming in at 25, 30 and if the the money was right, then aye, they should do it because I didn't work for two years. Um, when I hadn't been well, so I'd only focused on my refereeing right. and. A referee, the best they ever refereed. There's no doubt. Oh, because um, you were totally focused, totally on, focused on it. And it's not you're you're mere time to prepare meals, you're mere time to do the proper sessions. You travelled up the day before games, midweek games, and you look at that debacle, having to work on the that Aberdeen Rangers game. Um, I would travel up early in the morning, relax, get something. To, so you're you're in a better place. So I definitely felt as if in that period I, I refereed better. So see, we are work. Do you need to keep yourself fit as well? When do you do that? I know, in the morning before I go in or yeah. when I go up the road, aye. So, yeah, we, we got that monitored by UEFA and by the SFA, so we wear heart rate monitors, so our data's analysed. Well, you need to give them your heart rate mm-hmm. monitor to know that you've been aye. doing enough. Aye. So, there'd be an expectation, definitely, that we'd be training five times a week. Wow. So, we need to make sure you put, obviously, varied intensity, high intensity sessions, some kind of speed endurance. Do you ever stick it on the dog? <laughs> There's a wee trick for you, young man. I've done that for a few times. I tell you, I should try it, but it's difficult. I mean, they know everything, they've got every bad data there. Every, they would, even if you tried to pass it, they know you're resting hard. They know, isn't it? Honestly, they analyse everything, which is good because it keeps you on, top on the game. Ah, you need to be doing it. So, but it's difficult when you put that in with family, full time jobs, everybody's go. It's, it's difficult. And by um, it's no, you're not looking for sympathy. We, we choose refereeing, but it could be easier yeah. if you were full time. See, if you were going to sell refereeing to a young, young guy or a young woman, what would you say? Depending, I mean, it, the first thing is, I mean, if you're a young individual coming out of school or out of uni and you're trying to pick up a bit of pocket money, is the first thing, would you want to go and spend 10 hours in a supermarket stacking shelves or go and referee a game of football, a boys' game of football or an amateur game and get the same money? Yeah. You're getting the, the kind of physical aspect, then you're involved in football. But then if you want to then to, to progress, I mean, it's, it's easy to say... You look at the games I've been involved Some in. Great experiences, I Cup final here in the, the unbeaten season, <coughs> Aberdeen Celtic, um, Old Firm games, the games in Europe. I mean, if you want to come in, the opportunities are there, but the problem you've got is people think, I'll take up refereeing, I'll be doing that in two, three, four, five years. That's not the case. It, but football players are like that as well, no young football players. Well, they want straight in, you yeah. know, and I think some football players are going to refereeing and think, oh, I've played, I kind of know, just come straight into the into the kind of senior leagues it's not like that you need to go through the same pathway I mean because Sean Murdoch you know Sean's a goalkeeper he's now taking up the referee he? so he's category 3 he's so a character like Sean aye, he? so he's a good lad so he's he'll be running the line and in senior football so he's trying to come through so he took the decision to kind of go on with the referee and so, but they still need to go through the same pathway and it does take, can take about 10 years and that's to get into the referee in the Premier League before you even then go to being involved in he'll the be a better linesman than he was a goalie wouldn't he He's not got I much to live up to. Oh, he's, do you know what, see when he got his chance at Hibs, he had a fucking great game, didn't he? Yeah, he had one, a great game. And one, one mistake, game. and that's what they remember. So he'll be used to that as a referee, but uh, he's a good big lad. He so a good lad. He'll, so he'll, hopefully he'll do well, and, and that might encourage more players when they get to that stage. Well, maybe I could do it. But I'd love to see we Paul McGowan doing it, would you? Big house, I can imagine him. Oh, man. That wee fl- fl- fluffy hair. Running run about, panting, shouting at himself. Oh, it'd be no real. <laughs> uh, right, what about advice to young drivers? I, mean, I mentioned that. I mean, you need to make sure your your head's clear. I mean, particularly in long journeys. Um, I think 
you need to be prepared for the journey that you're yeah. going to undertake. Phones you always stick the phone away? Phones away, it's linked up now, and that's the beauty, isn't it? You can uh, link Check it all the buds text when you get Make there. sure that I, no, nothing again, right? So, <laughs> so <laughs> we will always send you pictures now. Oh, Willie. I send them, usually send me clips for my opinion. So Do, I, See if you have a, a, a Willie be on to you. Um, always will share that, you know, uh, if there's a game and there's You've got a group chat? Um, got various different group chats, aye. Right. Aye. So, um, so you need to watch who's in it. <laughs> so I we got various group chats here and people put on instance for your game or other games. Because you know what? If something happens a game and people aren't sure, should it be yellow, should it be red, should it be off better to discuss it so that when you've got a game coming up that you know what would be the, the better decision. Uh-huh. But you would wait till you got to where you were before you checked your phone, huh? Oh aye. I hate people that Yes, phones I, mean, driving, I mean, that's you know, you've got that many compartments. It's linked to there, so you're not sending text now. And I think when you've got company, I mean, what you want to go and jump on your phone for now. So if there's calls there, I would pick up a call. But even then, I very rarely would I take a call when I'm when I'm driving. Uh, last wee bit, mate, uh, Var, I want to ask you about mm-hmm. a lot's been made since its introduction. Have you had an experience at Europe? My three Champions League games had Var, so and there would be no interventions so it was good so I think what they say you shitting yourself a bit in case it didn't it's there well I used it in under 21 finals in Italy in the summer um, uh, last summer and six minutes in I got called for a a review and it was for a handball on my blind side so then you give so then you make the signal and you you give the penalty kick so you need to then the biggest thing for VR for the players as well by the way is it's how you deal with it you know it's how it's a, it's a mentality because teams are scoring and it's getting taken away they're no scoring so it's how you, and it's the same for referees I've made a decision or I've not seen a decision then you're given it but you can't allow it to sidetrack how you're going to referee the game so you need to just very quickly as I mentioned earlier focus on the on the next decision so um, so as you're out there and you think what am I coming out of this to see um, so I had two games there I've had three games the I've done a couple of games in Saudi Arabia where, right. where they use it um, got a few quid for that didn't you Aye, aye. <laughs> um, so, you're, so you're really there and you need to make sure you get it right in Saudi uh, you need to make oh, sure you get the decision right we'll come in. So, so, aye, so it's good so it's good experience and I hope when I know there's a lot of negativity I think the Women's World Cup was a lot of negativity even the way it's used in, in England um, people only too comfortable with it but what, uh, we've seen any discussions we've had with the SFA and the SPFL and, and the referee department we can set that level of intervention I mean it's in the protocol it's clear and obvious so you define what clear and obvious, obvious is, is uh-huh. don't interrupt the game let the game go and clear and obvious get involved in that so do you want it play. do you want it in Scotland absolutely aye, I think yeah, right. only for clear and obvious if you see there you go in the three games in the Champions League no intervention there was no requirement to be involved there's a checks, couple of checks for offside goals correctly um, decision by uh, correct decisions given by my, my assistant. So, but it's for that absolute shocker. That's yeah. for, it's for that one meter missed offside that you want to kind of very quickly identify it's a mistake or a, a missed penalty or a missed red card that you want it. And it can as long as it's done quickly, you don't want to stop the game. Yeah. But and that's what I've said. You can you can shape that. So I think you can learn from how other countries are using it and make it um, suitable for your, your competition. Have you got one decision that still haunts you? One, got up there, one. Um, I don't mean the decision to wear that coat. <laughs> I like it. Oh, it's, quite it's quite slimming. It's quite slimming. That's how you're on um, Even Probably, I mean, I'm being honest, a decision in the Europa League match day five there, or in, in Russia, and, a, and a, a player kind of lashes out, and I thought it was a yellow. And in terms of impact, I thought I was going very, I was having a very <clears throat> good season. And I was annoyed, I didn't get it. And I know it's fairly recent, and it's, it's not just annoying because of the stories, but it meant a lot. I had a good year in Europe, and then it finished in the year, and I kind of 
in a, in a, in a, in a bad did you match. Was it just too quick? It was out the corner. The ball was out of play. It was out the corner of my eye, and one of the guys said, "Watch number nine or ten, I can't remember." And as I've looked around, I've just seen a movement. So you know, I mean, he's hardly touched his face. But when you're no challenging for the ball, now it's violent conduct if you touch somebody's face. So I just didn't pick up on it. So I was disappointed. Um, so that that annoyed me because, like I say, had had a good year. Um, and it's frustrating. So that would be the one. Aye, that was See the, the assessors after the game. Do you ever have a, a wee argument there? But by the way, I've never really disagreed with observers. I've always accepted, especially with the guys here, because they're taking time out of their own schedule to come and, and support you and give you guidance and educate you. But recently, I've actually had a couple of disagreements. <laughs> Um, aye, it's because you got an opinion, haven't you? So, yeah. and uh, if you want to say that, you don't want to be a soft touch, you'll just always take. Because sometimes, because we get marked, obviously, and if you get a clear important mistake, which is one of these missed second yellows, a, a penalty, or a, a direct red card, you get a 7.9, that's a mark. So, you want to avoid 7.9s, basically. But you'll not agree with all of them, because I've got some, I'm thinking, how am I getting hit for that? I mean, that's what you take yeah. it personally, how am I getting hit for that decision when, for me, it's no clear and obvious? So, I so a couple of times recently, I've had a few debates. I've lost, but I've had a debate uh, at least. Standard Vercel, man. Uh, just a wee bit for uh, you mentioned stick with punters there. Mm-hmm. I think players have started to get it a lot more as well. Aye. I mean, you're saying you take it as a laugh, but is there ever times that you think, come on, this is just too much? Aye, some of the shouts, when they're talking about your family around the season and all that, it's, 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 a, bit, it's that. a bit much, isn't it? I mean, if you talk about antisocial behaviour at football, I know they're doing what they can to try and challenge that, um, but you can't have things that are thrown out in the park. I mean, that. I, I think you can shout things on, it's not right, but it's not, I don't condone it. When you start throwing things onto the field of play, I mean, where are we? You know, and then you're talking about even those kind of racist. I mean, come on, where are we? You're in this 2020. Like, Scared, isn't it? Get a life in it. And I think it's also hard for the players. The players have got a job to do, and they're out taking throw-ins or whatever, and they're getting this abuse, and it's hard for them not to react. You know, and I think this will be good, mate. To people see, like, it's not just as easy as it looks being a referee. That, no, it's not. You've put it across very well, like how you need to work and you need to family and you're riding up to Aberdeen to do a game. And, and, and it's been said so many times, but wouldn't it be a game without you? No, no, that's it. And we, we can improve and we're always trying to improve. I think people need to, and it does affect us. I mean, it does affect us. And, and we, people think we're, we're out there and we're beyond reproach and there's no accountability. There is. If we have a poor performance, your that's games it. drop off. Yeah. You get them out there and you, you call it your games drop off. So we are accountable. Uh, do, do fans, see, when you meet fans, do they... Are they surprised by your like your personality? I think I think I'm just a normal guy. Yeah, I, mean, I think um, that's, hopefully that's identified when a couple of the kind of thistle boys come in and talk to you before it. So I think you've got to be like that, and I think that helps you. Um, but I remember when I started my new job, and I walked into the office to introduce myself to the new folk, and I'm walking around. Hi, Bobby Madden. Bobby. I introduced my guy, Mick Cameron. He's a big Celtic man. Hi, uh, Bobby Madden. I fucking know who you are. <laughs> 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 but now he's great. So we went to a works night out. Um, with a good night and he said I was out with Bobby Mann great guy but now he regrets it because every time I make a mistake all his pals are texting him or shouting down at him fucking tell your pal Um, (laughs) see this urge for people to know who you support as well is that annoying uh, it's frustrating because I mean if you talk about (coughs) football players supported teams growing up right so do you see when they play against them they're not going to try you're a professional Um, I don't know who any referee supports because it's not something that we would discuss so why does that impact? Are you going to tell me that one decision can influence a whole game or a whole season? Referees are there to... See, don't get me wrong, it's a decision in the last minute. Crucial, I get that. But it's a game 90 minutes. Look how many decisions, look how many opportunities to influence the game. Referee can influence a result. Um, and that's not going to be based on who who they've supported as, as, a, as a boy growing up. So, no, that is frustrating. There's an infatuation. See, if like a manager's ever slaughtered you after a game, have you, would you ever contact him? Um, a couple of managers have contacted me after it probably to apologise 
because it's been maybe maybe I think they've overstepped the line it's been maybe too personal I mean, but what I say is I, I don't mind the abuse for the managers because they've got a job to do right and they're going to deflect that's what they'll do I mean if they've got an opportunity to deflect they'll take it and they'll use us because it's them that's not getting it but I've had a couple that have apologised one because then they've seen the decision that it's right um, or they think they've overstepped the mark so either is and then next time you see them but I really think that you know what and then next time, if you want to talk about that game back in 2013, people say, Neil Lennon doesn't like you, didn't you know? I go and get with Neil Lennon, you know, I see him in the airport if I'm out and about, even at games now. Great. Mm-hmm. He killed me that day, but he deserved to kill me. Yeah. So as long as we're all, we're all big boys here, uh-huh. we move on the next game, there's no agenda, and, you, and you're calling your decisions. Brilliant. Uh, despite the difficult times, still remain a passion of yours, how long are you still going to do it for? Oh, it's the legs, isn't it? So there's no retirement age now, so let's say I'm... Aye, um, 41, nah, time. four or five years, I think there's a time, a time and I've said that to a few of my pals, because you see some referees, they go on and physically chuck it, even up there you chuck it, and I think there's a time, so I've said to my pals, see when I'm on the road out, going to tell me, so I run about 45, Maybe so. I've got something to tell you. Tell me. <laughs> uh, what about after it, would you do the coaching and the, the assessing? Aye, aye, I think there's an opportunity there, I mean, you want to get, you want to put a bit back in, don't you, you know, I think, um, I mean, like I said, I went to kind of, I enjoyed it I actually enjoyed just going and watching the game yeah. and I, I kind of I communication with the referee effort gave him a couple of kind of pointers and um, I enjoyed that so it would be more formal what I would say is you've done, I'll have done this by that time for 20 years every every weekend away yeah. you know. so it would be alright for like a wee bit of your end time back in your diary you know um, but I definitely want, I would like to stay involved because you've got a lot of experience and I think there is, there is you can help guys at every level you look to the juniors out to the amateurs so no I definitely I'll look to stay involved um, I don't know about one of these kind of guys in the media I don't think that's really my thing you know being out there what do you make of that Dermot Gallagher I know I, 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 see if it's measured it's good ex-refs coming out and criticising nah it's not really the way to go is it what about is there any referees that are pals with players pals with players I think guys growing up, I don't know any direct relationship, but it's the same when you've grown up, you know, yeah. you know guys, when you're going through, me and the juniors, I knew a lot of guys, because I played in the 21s, a few, like Rumi, who's the assistant referee, walking into changing rooms, they're fucking destroying you, you're going yeah. to check, check the kit then, you're a fucking, I don't want to say him, <laughs> I played another good guy, there's really de- decent junior players, Willie Galloway, Alan Patterson, good football players, yeah. so when you're into the team, that's the guy I was getting talked to, I don't know any of the senior guys personally now, right. but maybe some of the guys do, but that was good in the juniors again, as much as they're getting abuse in that changing room, the guys that are in the team, well he's actually alright, he's just a normal yeah, guy, guy huh? so you can use that to your advantage, don't you, so, aye, so it's good, I need, any, any way you can, uh, like I say, for me, as I said, get that relationship with the players, that's, that's key. Bobby, what a man, enjoyed it, good. thanks very much. Pleasure. Thank Cheers, you, thank you. Cheers now. In the time it takes to score a goal, you can also lose control. Don't speed, drive smart.